You are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking. It's always looking for and finding the good. We have good in abundance. You're going to be one of the most interesting, mesmerizing, fascinating people in just a few minutes. Her name is Erin, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun today and learn a lot of stuff because she is so good at enabling people to be uplifted. And that's, of course, one of the reasons you tuned into the Joy of Living podcast with your humble host, Barry Shore. And you tuned in for one reason and one reason only. It's the best reason in the whole world because you care the most in the entire world about you. You, Y-O-U. And that's great, by the way, because when you become the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony. You create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. So I want to tell you that on this show, as you know, uh, right now you're joined by 348,613 people around the world. By the time we bring on Erin in just a few minutes, there'll be over 360,000 people listening and maybe more. And I ask you what to do is share this show with five people. That's it, just five people. So we'll touch 1.5 million people around the world. And therefore people keep coming in week after week and growing the audience. So we'll have God willing by this time next year, a million people listening every week and then we'll get to 5 million. So right Right now, the important thing is that this show, we discuss the three fundamentals of life because, you know, when you work with the three fundamentals of life, the result is that you will be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that, right? So the three fundamentals, of course, are number one, life, your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, number two happens. Now, in this case, a good number two, you go mad. Mad stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental is to uncover the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Simple example, right now, the show, of course, is being carried over the internet. If you ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? Invariably, the has to do with the internet. Factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. And of course, when you hear the opening bars of that song, say thank you, Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling it to go viral and touch not just tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. And when you hear the opening bars, what do you do right away? You can't help it. You smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words you could ever learn, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile is an acronym that stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. So <clears throat> I'll tell you a quick story. Right now, I'm back speaking to people. No more masks, lots of hugging, great energy. I spoke recently to a group of uh, 1,176 people, and I'm talking about the story of Barry Shore and, and smile and seeing miracles in life every day. And people raise their hands and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours where I haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? 
Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can be able to do that. Do you have water to drink? Do you have food to eat? Do you have a place to sleep? Do you have family or friends? Every single one of those is a miracle. And what's the simplest proof? Simple proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching or you're listening, you didn't. Therefore, you have an obligation to live life to the full, live exuberantly. Let me tell you a quick story. Imagine if you can. It's about me. Standing up in the morning, hale and hearty, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital totally, completely paralyzed. Not an automobile accident, not a spinal injury, a rare disease which I never heard of the day before took over my body and rendered me what's called a quadriplegic. Nothing in my body moved, my neck down. I could only communicate by blinking my eyes. I was 144 days in the hospital. I was two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over by myself. Four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, my hips, my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand. So I'm a tripod, not a biped. I still can't walk up a stair by myself. Can't walk up a curb by myself. I help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. All because of one word. Smile. Seeing miracles in life every day. I got to tell you a quick story. My 80-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago. and She says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? I thought about it. Smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. Out of the mouth of an eight-year-old. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. Now, CREATE is a fabulous acronym that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. We're going to talk with Erin deeply about rethinking. We call it shift in perspective. Now, I've been working with people for more than 42 years. And I can tell you that 97.2% of all people, when I talk about shift perspective, they drop the F and shift and the other stuff happen. You got to be careful with your F and Fs, shift perspective. And the result, of course, is that you learn the six most important words you can ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life. And they are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation determines the path and trajectory of your life. Now, I do want to warn wonderful Aaron and other people who are new to the show that I do use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word uh, because it's fun and the shock value. Now, of course, the four-letter words that we use because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant are love, life, hope, free, gift, grow, pray, play, swim. And the four-letter F-U word is fun. Fun, yes. F-U, capital N, capital N. Now, I know some people write right would say, hey, Barry Shore, fun's only spelled with three letters. Not in our world. World of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Fun is spelled F-U-N-N. So after the show, you see your family and friends. I want you to point your finger and say, F-U, everybody. But remember to add right away, capital N, capital N. So where'd you get that? So I listen to Barry Shore and the Joy of Living podcast. He wants to teach the world to F-U. Capital N, capital N. So before we bring on wonderful Erin, who's just going to amaze you with her insights, uh, I'm going to urge everybody to use the two most important words in the English language, two most powerful words in the English language, three times a day from now and the rest of your life, because it will make you and your family happier, healthier, and wealthier than they are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Stan, for to harmonize and nurture kindness. Imagine going into your 
your coffee shop and you order your fancy latte. You sit down, somebody brings it to you. You say, thank you. You go to the coffee shop, you order your fancy latte. A few minutes go by, nobody brings you. You go to the counter, they say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot. We'll bring it to you. Sit down, a couple more minutes. They bring it and you still say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out. Somebody holds the door open for you. You say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining and somebody slams the door on you. You still say, thank you. You're in traffic, you're late for an appointment. Somebody cuts you off and you say, Thank you. You get up in the middle of the night, you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you to harmonize and nurture kindness. Kind is a fabulous acronym that stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of anybody I'd like to share with you that inspires noble deeds. More than wonderful, amazing, fabulous, Erin File. Erin, please say hello to 363,229 people around the world. Hello. Good to be here. <laughs> I told you she'd be inspiring, right? Uh, if I start telling you all the fabulous things about Erin, it would take the rest of the show. I'm only going to tell you three things. Number one, Erin is the founder of something called the Mind Fix Group. That's right, Mind Fix Group. And the other thing is that she works with people who run large, successful businesses. And they, she works with them because they need her. See, she works in the world of what we call mental health. I like to call it mental wellness, not just mental health. And we're in the month of May, and I think I'll even be able to have this recording go out in the month of May. And May in the United States of America, maybe even worldwide, is called Mental Wellness Month. They call it mental health. I call it Mental Wellness Month because that's what I do. I'm a mental wellness activist, the wonderful Erin. So without further ado, let's just jump right in and let's talk about what you have told me and we shared the extraordinary advances in the past just two decades of what's possible now in mental well-being and mindset. So please share with hundreds of thousands of people around the world who want to hear you. Uh, th th there's a lot that, that's happened. Uh, I was in uh, undergraduate 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago, uh, studying psychology. And we studied a lot of the masters. We studied Freud and um, people like that. And it, it, coming out of... Uh, Coming out of undergraduate school, there was this sense of if you wanted to help people, if you wanted to be in the world of psychology and change, it consisted of sitting in a chair and talking to people about their problems. And you just talk things out and you work things through. And I ended up going off in a different direction and starting a different consulting business. And my, my life took some twists and turns before I ended up here with the MindFix group. And it's extraordinary what's possible now that wasn't possible 20, 30 years ago. I uh, was actually diagnosed with major depressive disorder when I was a kid. And I sat in a chair on a couch across from therapists uh, for 15, 20 years. And it was just talking, 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 talking. I was up here trying to solve my feeling problems and how I felt from, in, from my head and just talking and it just never got anywhere. In fact, I would say 15, 20 years later, I was worse off than when I started. And these days, the technologies and the research and what has been discovered and what people are doing to help people rapidly transform, to overcome anxiety they've had their entire life 
in a matter of weeks or a few months or to help people. Um, you know, I, su I su suffered from self-confidence issues and to have them go away in a short period of time, you know, a couple days, a month, totally, totally dissolved. These are all possibilities that just didn't exist. And it's fascinating because so many people are getting to experience rapid transformation and the complete dissolving, not just getting a little bit better, not 10%, 20% better, but just like, this is no longer a problem. And so it's exciting to be on the cutting edge. Well, let, let me ask you the question that tens of thousands are thinking about right now. Rapid transformation. First of all, it sounds great. Please, if you can, share with us one or two concrete processes that you either help people with or that you know about that can actually bring about what we call this rapid transformation and shift in perspective. We're going to keep that F in place or else the other Absolutely. stuff happens. Absolutely. I would say there are two practices that I have seen allow people to shift their problems uh, in ways that could, were not possible before. What we find is that when someone is stuck, when someone has a confidence issue or say perfectionism or procrastination issue, I'll talk about two different ways. Yes, for two, two methods. One is to examine what is the subconscious programming? What are the lines of code that are looping in the background of someone's mind that's keeping them stuck, right? And so many people call these things beliefs or belief systems. If you can uncover what someone believes to be true, you can find the harmful beliefs, the, the lines of code that are like viruses, and they can be deleted or eliminated. They can be erased or dissolved, just like the belief in uh, the tooth fairy, you know, goes away one day. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me that it doesn't work, the tooth fairy? Ah! You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> no. um, That's very belief, interesting. Yes. Yeah, believe uh, if you can dissolve the improper beliefs that are keeping your patterns locked into place, we've seen people shift just like that. For other people, they work on their subconscious programming. They try to clean out the lines of code that are looping in the background of their mind, and they don't quite see the same results. And what we'll find is that oftentimes people have had an event or a series of events that happened in the past that they're like, but this, and they point to it and they go, I, this, it's, it's, it's impacting me. And there's still such an active charge. Maybe it was something that seemed innocuous, like forgetting the lines at a, a school play when you're a kid, or maybe it was being bullied. Maybe it was being attacked or a car accident, or for some women, like a sexual assault, right? Something serious. Well, what happens is as we move forward throughout our life, these past events can get reactivated and our body doesn't know that we're safe or that they're not still happening. So what we've seen, the second method that really has a massive impact on people is finding these past events that are getting re-triggered and reactivated and dissolving the charge so that they get stored away as memories that are no different and have no more charge than remembering when we went to the grocery store last week. So beliefs and charged memories, dissolving the charge around memories, those two things can have absolutely massive impacts and help people change rapidly. And you've become a master at this process for helping people. Is that correct? I would say I'm pretty all right at it. 
I would say you're a master at it. And by the way, I'm going to ask you now, probing into your personal life. You said that you were um, depressed as a young person. I don't know if it was a teen. It may have been just teenage angst, or it may have been that you had a, a side of you that moved into depression, little clinical depression. Have you used these either or both of these techniques to create a better life for you? Yeah, it's why I'm able to help people today. Uh, I was depressed up until uh, my mid thirties. It was, uh, I took medication every day of my life and it was this work that allowed me to stop that. I hadn't taken a, uh, a pill or medication for depression for years. So is this a, a particular pathway that has a person name attached to it? Like, so for instance, uh, young Jungian psychology or Adlerian processes, Freudian this, is there some one or group of people that are have helped unleash this? And I'm, I'm, as I'm asking the question, I'm thinking out loud, maybe one of the reasons that this exists today is because of what we'll call the computer world. In other words, let's just go back 40 years ago. So 40 years from today was, we'll, we'll date this particular 2023, we'll call 40 years ago, 1980 plus minus. So 1980 plus minus, yes, there were computers, there's no question, but they were computers that were based in the world of Pong. You know, it, you, could, oh, yeah. you could barely do things with them compared to what it is today. A, a, a simple, not a simple, but a, a, a smartphone, whether it's made by Apple or Android, doesn't matter, has more computing power than most mainframes had in 1980. So it may be that the world of computing has enabled humans to approach these two uh, ideas that you said with the analogies that you've used, in other words, belief systems and, um, and, and transforming and creating, uh, erasing memories and using those same wordings so that people can understand. In other words, deleting lines of code. You could have said that 40 years ago. So what are you talking about? It's like going back to King Arthur's night the round table. Ah! So, is, but again, is there a particular group or person that has been for the, the, the sort of the leader of the pack of this mind fix movement? Gosh, uh, it's interesting. I would say that technology is exactly the reason why so much of the rapid transformation work is possible today. And I say that because when I was searching for what would work for me and what would help me with depression and anxiety, I was going about doing things in a very old fashioned method. I'd go and I'd work with one person and I'd work with them for six months or a year. And they'd say, try it out. And it just wouldn't work. And I'd be like, there was some good parts to it, but it didn't really help. And then I go, okay, I'd go I'd work with another person and it kind of sort of helped, you know, and that's how things were is I feel like people were working in isolated little, you know, areas around the world. And what happened, I'd say in the past 10 or 20 years after the internet is people started to share what they were coming up with and different elements were combining. And I remember as the years were going by, I remember going, that one thing worked for me, but I never went into it with a calm mind. And if I use this tool, which helped me calm my mind, and then I tried this one, maybe this one would have worked better. So mind fix, I'm actually, I'm not 
an innovator. I'm not someone who creates something from scratch. I'm one of those people that actually takes all of the different moving parts and I stand on the shoulders of giants and all the brilliant people that came before me. And I, I take the pieces and combine them and then make them a little bit better and, and polish them. So I think exactly what you're saying is, is accurate. This Our work is a, a conglomeration of probably 20 different types of skill sets and options and specialties that evolved over the past decades. I'm especially loving what you said and seeing the image. First of all, do you know who it was who originated the the term standing on the shoulders of giants? No, I don't. You'll love this. His name was Isaac Newton. Sir Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton was one of the most remarkable human beings that ever walked the earth because in addition to being uh, an author, the writing a book, a book, it's the basis of something called the calculus. Now, most people have heard of calculus. He didn't, it's not called calculus, but people know it's called the calculus. And all, uh, Newton created calculus. <laughs> he was also a minister in the church. He was a believing person, a God-fearing person, a God-loving He was an author. He was actually a very by everything you read about him, he's a very fun type of person. He would enjoy drinking a bit, you know, a bit of grog and going out with the guys, as it were. And he was just this remarkable being who saw the world as a glorious, wondrous plant that's growing and to be admired and such. He's the one who said the only way he could do what he did is by standing on the shoulders of giants but that was in the 17th century. So the fact that we're continuing to perpetuate this, I think, is, first of all, it speaks well of you and all the people you're working with. The second thing is I wanted to say that, you're right, the internet has not just changed the world, it has given the world a that which the world really wanted. People love sharing things that are good, things that are positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. SHARE is a wonderful acronym, wonderful Aaron, that stands for spreading happiness and rejuvenating energy. And that's what you do. So when I'm listening to you speak and hearing these two processes that are enabling people to have rapid transformation instead of decades of the couch, as it were, that energizes me. That, and now, by the way, I'm not done just me. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people around the world who are listening right now. And again, everybody should know you just go to www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com, B A R R Y S H O R E, barryshore.com. Everything you want about Erin and what she's doing, what she's working at, will be, all be there. And it's really important to just listen now and let this all flow around you through you and experience it. You don't have to write anything down. Just go to the site, listen again, and share with five people so we can touch a million and a half people around the world. And I would like to ask you in the same idea of what is it, though, that you think happened, let's say, 20 years ago, which is the beginning of the 21st century, that sort of made everything burst open? It's Is it the confluence of the internet, computing power, people being open to new ideas? Was it the age of Aquarius? What do you think it is that's, that's driving everything? Well, I, I, I do think it is the ability for people to share, 
share the results and share quickly. I, th I feel like that, um, that that's, that's really what it is as people around the world started to see what everyone else is doing and so quickly iterate this, oh, we can combine this and this and the, now we know this. I think it's just the rapid speed at which people are sharing, then iterating, improving, sharing results and repeating. And that's why in the last 20 years, it's been an exponential growth of the number of healing tools and modalities that are available. Oh, I, I love this. Healing tools. Mm. Very important what you just said. Because you went through lots of trauma. I mean, I'm using that term. Mm -hmm. To be depressed into the age of 30 plus is not an easy life. Sorry, it's true. I mean, I didn't. I. <laughs> I, I wasn't, how should we say it? Uh, I wasn't bogged down by depression and such. I had lots of stuff happen to me. Hello, I was a quadriplegic. That didn't happen until the age of 55. I was in a uh, very serious automobile accident that um, I would narrowly escape death at the age of 22. So I've been through stuff, but was not into the... Um, trauma of depression and such. However, I do know a number of people that were and are, and I'll tell you something amazing. I think you know this, and I'd like you to speak about it. Just now, I mean, literally within the past, uh, I'd say two weeks, a study was just released that said the following, loneliness, loneliness is one of the greatest problems facing certainly Americans, first world problem, but it's facing the world because of, not the not of, because of COVID, because of the lockdowns. COVID was an issue, but it was the lockdowns that, that exacerbated this inner shrinking feeling of being lonely. And the study said that people feeling lonely is equal to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Now, I'd be willing to wager a great deal of money that you don't even have a friend who smokes cigarettes. I mean, it's just, it's not part of our world. You mean know somebody who knows somebody who may smoke a cigarette, but you, that's not part of your world, smoking cigarettes. And yet, if you knew somebody who smoked 15 cigarettes a day, A, you wouldn't want to be around them. B, you would smell them because it has a smell, right? And C, you'd say, well, that's, that person needs help. And yet this study just said, loneliness is the equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Talk to us, Erin, about how that registers with you and what you think people can do to push aside the, the smoke of loneliness. Um, there's a fascinating, fascinating book that came out a while back. Uh, it's called Lost Connections. Lost was Connections. Yeah. The book was written by Johan Hari, a brilliant author. And he shared, he did this incredible expose on, um, you know, in the 90s, all these antidepressants came out in the world of Prozac. And so many people said, oh, people are sad. Let's throw them on some pills. That must be a serotonin problem. Sure, it's all up here. It's just a brain chemical thing. And he went and debunked and kind of unearthed like a lot of the studies that, that came out that showed that they, the uh, antidepressants, like a, 
a lot of the studies didn't show that they were all that useful. And in fact, he went on and I think he mapped out, forgive me, I'm going to get the number wrong. I haven't read the book in a while, but I think it was seven primary causes of if you have any of these seven things, and if you have a lot of them, even more so, you could present and you're very likely to present as clinically depressed, even if there's nothing going on and your brain is very healthy. And one of the primary ones was lack of social support and loneliness. There was a, a handful of other ones. Like if you don't have any access to nature, you know, if you're in a jail cell and you're in a concrete cell or another one is um, if you don't have meaningful work, if you are doing work and it doesn't matter if you show up or it doesn't matter if you do a good job and it just, it, you feel like your work doesn't matter in the world. Um, or if you don't feel that there's any hope for a better future, if that's taken away from you, if you feel like there's just no possible way the future could be any better, um, you know, lack of social support. So he had a handful of things and people showed up to doctors as absolutely clinically depressed and doctors were going to say, Hey, you need to take some medication. But they went when they took and just addressed these seven factors with lonely and loneliness being one of the absolute number one, the depression went away with no medication at all. Medication is debilitating. They say, I mean, I've read this and I, I don't know, but I, I can believe it's true that if Bayer aspirin were to try and come on the market today, it wouldn't be approved by the FDA. <laughs> yes, aspirin is not benign. Drugs are a difficulty. We Smoking cigarettes, everybody can understand, but aspirin, these things are not designed. By the way, another study just came out um, four days ago, not only are masks that people were urged to wear or forced to wear not helpful, they were harmful because people were breathing their own oxygen, which is not good for yourself. You couldn't see other people's faces. You couldn't see smiles. Sure. People were cut off without realizing it. So the masking issue was one of the most detrimental things that happened to humanity around the world. So it wasn't the COVID, it was the lockdown is what you just said. If you're in a cell, a jail cell, and you're not getting necessary uh, vitamin D from the sun, all that, well, people were. They were locked in a cell, it might've been called an apartment or a home, might've been nice. You're an Aspen, you're looking out, it's beautiful. But if you're in fear, and you're creating this, what you call lack of social support, which is a great acronym called LOSS, then you are not experiencing joy, which is what this show is about. Now, on this high note, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break here, and we urge everybody to patronize our wonderful sponsors, use their products and services, because they're wonderful. And we'll be right back with wonderful Erin File after this brief message. Don't go away. Imagine the kind of place you would want to shop for your favorite fur baby pet. Honestpets.co. Well, you found it. Honestpets.co. Not .com, .co. This is your go-to spot for the best, the cleanest, 
pet treats that exist anywhere in the planet. All of the brands go through a rigorous review to make sure they meet the high standards of cleanliness, health benefits, and naturalness. This site was started by a husband and wife team, and it's veteran-owned, and that care about pets, especially dogs and cats, and coming soon, bird treats. These are very nice young people who really care about making a difference because a portion of proceeds go to support veteran organizations with a focus on service dogs. This is the place where you want to go. You want to tell your friends this has the finest, yummiest, freshest, all-natural treats and stuff for your fur baby. So go there, honestpets.co honestpets.co do it now opportunity what an opportunity i'm going to use two four-letter words right now free gift free gift yes you can have a copy of my best-selling book the joy of living how to slay stress and be happy the ebook version for absolutely free all you have to do is send an email to me Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at barryshore.com. And in the heading, the subject line, just write, free gift. (laughs) It's as easy as that. This is a life-changing, life-enhancing opportunity. Barry at barryshore.com. You'll be glad you did. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Free gift, do it now. Take the action, make it happen right now. Best wishes, bye. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking, she's always looking for and finding the good. We found good in abundance. Her name is Erin File, and she's helping us defile anything that has to do with negativity and depression and such like that. And she's showing us that you can have rapid transformation. It, not weeks and months and years, rapid transformation. You can move from depression into joy. By the way, wonderful Erin, joy is a great acronym that stands for journey of you. How do you like that? Isn't that great? Journey of you. Oh, that's nice. You just turned on the light and did something. Okay, let's go a little deeper. We've been talking about lack of social support, loneliness, and just stuff that can get somebody in a We want to expand our abilities to understand and love life. So talk to us about this interesting idea of the the four-minute mile and too good to be true in the world of mental health and mindset. I mean, I think it's a fascinating idea. What does that mean, the four-minute mile and the too good to be true? Yeah, it's been really interesting. It seems that, you know, people have come to accept the rapid pace at which technology advances. You know, they expect their phones to get smaller and lighter and faster. Uh, People know that every year cars are gonna get, you know, a bit fancier and now we have self-driving cars and technology advances so quickly. And uh, what it seems though, is that as we have been having these incredible advances in the world of mental wellness uh, and they're presented there uh, seems to be with, within uh, many groups, a lot of resistance about this isn't quite possible. You know, we've been working, someone's been working on something for 20 years. How is it possible that anxiety or a, a, a fear or something like that could be eliminated or dissolved in a matter of weeks or days or months, you know, a short time period? 
And so there's this resistance. And so we were chuckling the other day, uh, some team members and I, and it was like, you know, the, this work is a bit like the four minute mile. Uh, people are having a hard, you know, it's like this, it's impossible to heal this quickly. It's impossible to overcome these things. And for so long, there was just this, you're not going to get through it, or it's going to take years or decades kind of way of thinking. And now what we've seen as um, people, as we're helping clients, as we're working with people, as they're having these incredible breakthroughs, there's other companies that are starting to do it as well. And it's almost like when the four minute mile was broken, it went from that's impossible to this person just did it. And then this person just did it. And this person, this person. And I feel like we're just on that wave that's breaking where there's still so many people that are saying that's not possible. That as more and more companies and more and more people are seeing what's possible in the world of mental wellness, I truly believe in the next five to 10 years, what this conversation is going to seem antiquated and people are going to go, of course you can change that stuff in days or weeks. <laughs> are you kidding? That's ridiculous. You know, kind of like a, the, the days of the 14-4 modem of like, wait, what? It was that slow? That That's ridiculous. First of all, I love the image. I love the analogy. So let's press you and ask, okay, Erin, you're talking a good game. Tell us what you do with people who are running a large business. Let's call it a um, seven, eight-figure business. So it's multi-million dollars. Here you have a person or a couple of people, one of whom, both of whom may be doing great as a stellar business person, and yet their inside being is really like a seven or eight-year-old kid or a 15-year-old girl who's depressed and such like that. How do you help, if you can give some exam concrete example, of reconciling so that the person is not just outwardly successful, but is truly integrated in success. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. When someone comes to us, typically they have a sense that there's something in their life that they'd like to have different. They know they want to shift something or change something or improve something. So the first part of our process is a bit like discovery. And we explore what is it that you would like to have different? Um, some people are very clear, right? They go, I don't want to be exploding in anger at my team members or my children. Or other people say, I'm confused because I've experienced all this success and this uh, wealth that I feel empty and I feel unfulfilled and I want to reconnect to joy. I want to reconnect to happiness, right? Um, someone else may say, I am really struggling to stay in integrity and keep my commitment. Everybody, so some people show up going very clear, like, this isn't working. Other people go, there's something missing, but I don't know what it is. And we may help guide them to connect to the parts of their life that maybe aren't tense. You know, like, is it is it not a 10? Is it, are you living up to your potential in these different areas of your life, like self-love or self-trust or self-belief um, or family, friends, connection? So the first part is simply identifying what parts of life someone might wish to improve. And once we find that, we then identify what does better actually look like. And fascinatingly, so many people find that to be challenging. They'll go, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this anymore. And then when they're asked the question, what do you want? Woo! 
they don't know. They know they don't want that, but it's hard for many people to actually identify what is it that you, okay, you don't want to be anxious. You don't want to yell at your, what do you want? And so we get to determine what better looks like. So that's the second step of three. So first, sec, so first is we identify where do you want to improve in your life. Second is we look at what does better look like. The third is we go, what's in the way? What's blocking you? And so often when we find we're stuck and things aren't changing, there's blocks, internal limitations, things within us that are keeping us from moving forward. So we identify and locate those internal blocks and we dissolve them. And when you're not blocked from what you want, you can move forward with grace and ease and momentum. Rarely am I speechless, but I want to tell you two things that animate me from what you just said. First of all, you are so articulate and so capable and so able to bring forth what you said that I can see it in front of me. And yes, I do wish we had more light, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> you, are, you are the light. Uh, by the same token, uh, the word that really struck me is dissolve. And I'm, I believe, I truly believe that what you say does happen. That when someone gets to the point where they're able to articulate, recognize, see what they want and understand what's blocking that you can help them. No, but you don't do the dissolving. The person does dissolving and it literally dissolves. Now, of course, anybody who is uh, in any way involved in knowing the, the history of film should, if you haven't watched the wizard of Oz, no matter how old you are, you're missing on something. And if you haven't watched it 14 times, it's shame on you. But, the whole genius of the Wizard of Oz is when the wicked witch of the West is has a bucket of water thrown on her and she dissolves. So I would urge you to consider, Erin, that bringing that little clip to wherever you go and wherever you do and just showing and say, here's what we can accomplish. You see, yeah. She's there, and all these people are afraid, and all, and all of a sudden, the water, <laughs> I'm shrinking. There's all gone. And now the heavens open up, and Dorothy can go home, and it's all good. So when I hear the word dissolve, I love it. I will also tell you two things, and, and I'm glad you bring them up because I'm you're making a, a good point for me. First of all, we love the word joy because that's what we talk about. We live in the whole point of this podcast is the joy of living, the ability to live in joy daily, no matter the circumstances, no matter what circumstances in your life. So I have a twice monthly podcast that I do with a wonderful man in Edwin Edbury. Edwin comes from Nigeria and I, he now lives in the United States of America. He's the chief happiness officer for a very large organization, many tens of thousands of people. And he speaks about happiness. I am the ambassador of joy. And we do a half hour show together twice a month. And thank God, many tens of thousands of people all over the world listen because they want to know about happiness and joy, which is what you just talked about. It's wonderful because that is an essence of a human being. Unless and until somebody becomes happy with what their life is, 
Well, what good is it that you made an extra million, two, five, ten, a hundred? What good? Hello? <laughs> Happiness, right? And the other thing is that I have another podcast that I do. It's called Divorce with Integrity. So when you use the word integrity, uh, it resonates deeply with me because you do know a lot of people who, for good or ill, and, and usually both, um, have built a business, oftentimes it's called successful business in terms of making money, and yet their marriage doesn't function because they weren't functioning well. And divorce happens. But one of the things that we do in this on our show, and again, this is listened to by people all over the world, by the many tens of thousands, divorce with integrity, because they oftentimes don't go together. And one of the things that I hear you talking about is that living with integrity creates every ripple effect of goodness in life. Is that fair to say? Every ripple effect. I mean, uh, that's a big claim. I would say it's important. It's an important part for uh, everything. I guess um, I'm one of those like literal people. So when it's like every ripple effect, um, I think it's a very, very important part. Yes. So let's, and we only have a few more minutes. So let's talk about the idea of rapid transformation, because you brought this up, through subtraction rather than addition. I love that idea. What does that mean? Sure. <laughs> well, I'm at, yeah. Well, I'm actually a little nervous to to share with you because I don't know if it goes against you know what you what you preach to people or what no, some it, people it, believe. This show is about everybody watching, and it's about listening to different ideas and modalities. Cool. Okay. Um, what what I found when I was going to therapy and when I was reading books and I was trying to figure out how could I be happy, I was given and it, it was suggested to me, I was so many tools and techniques. I was told to gratitude journal and list all the things I was grateful for. I was told to, you know, feel happy. I was, I was told all these things and I kept having all these tools of things I was supposed to do. And I, I struggled to do them and I didn't know it made me, I felt like something was wrong with me. And so sometimes what we have found is when people are trying to add and it's not working, sometimes it can take, it can be really powerful to first subtract. And what I found is I had the, you know, those two buckets we talked about at the beginning of the show, I had a handful of memories that were keeping me in a locked state. I had a number of beliefs about myself that I wasn't lovable, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't smart, that all of these things about myself, things that I believed that when I subtracted them, it freed up who I was. And I had this really amazing foundation. And then I could do the addition of all these skills and all of these things and the tools that I was told. But I found it really difficult to do the addition part until I subtracted kind of uh, what was causing me to feel so sad and so frustrated in the first place. I think this dovetails exactly what I discuss and share with people, which is the ability to live in joy daily. Uh, I'll give an analogy that you've mentioned about the computer world. And it just happened for a friend of mine. I, I'm happy to say I gave this advice because it happened to me on January 1st of this year, 2023. An amazing thing happened. I have a fancy Mac. And all of a sudden, I couldn't get my Mac to work. It was breaking down. It, didn't, it wasn't functioning. 
I said, oh my gosh, first of all, that means I'm going to be spending multiple thousands of dollars to get another new machine because it wouldn't, I couldn't even access. It was, it was a mess. January 2nd, I was able to go into the uh, Mac store nearby where we live. And uh, even though it was January 2nd, the place was filled. Uh, but they took me fairly right away. And within about four hours, I had somebody working on it who said, well, you know something? You got so much junk and stuff in here that it's causing your system to crash. Your machine is great. We need to subtract. We need to delete. Do you need these files, these 28,272 emails that go back four years? Duh. So it took another day, but it was the ability to subtract, to delete, to move, to shift that enabled me to feel, the sheen is fine. It saved me many thousands of dollars, but more importantly, it taught me this wonderful lesson, which fabulous Aaron, I couldn't share with you unless it happened to me. So I truly love what you're talking about. The ability to subtract oftentimes is far more valuable in a situation than adding, hey, do this, do this, do that, blah, 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 and you get piled up, but it's just, it's accretion and not bringing any more beauty and luster to life. So. I applaud you. I love it. Thank you. Well, our time is um, growing close, and so is the shadow. <laughs> I mean, this is so interesting. You know, we're seeing real life because I'm in a different time zone. Erin uh, is a couple hours ahead, so she's already there's darkness all around, but she's she's br bright light. So it will it will still work. We have three quick questions for you, wonderful Erin. You ready? I'm ready. Number one question. First of all, will you come back again? Yes. Okay. Number two, you have only 80 seconds to answer this question. Oh. What is your most fervent desire? I would like for as many people around the world as possible to have hope and to know that things can be better. That was something that I struggled with for so many years and that I doubted. And with the work that you're doing, with the work that we're doing, sometimes people can feel stuck. And I want them to be able to hold on to that hope that things can be better. Hope, by the way, is a remarkable acronym. It stands for helping others progress every day. And that's what you do. Thank you. And so the third is, may I give you a hug in front of 368,219 people around the world? Yes, sir. But let me tell you what hug stands for. Ready? I'm ready. Heartfelt, unlimited giving. Heartfelt, unlimited giving. On the count of three. One, two, three. Rrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
And this is wonderful Aaron File and Barry Store and the Joy of Living Podcast. Remember, this show is not about Aaron. Wonderful that she is, or Barry, fabulous person. It's all about you. Y-O-U. You becoming the best you possible. Because when you're the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony, create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And you know, we discussed the three fundamentals of life. You live with the three fundamentals, your life becomes happier, healthier, and wealthier. And the three fundamentals are number one, life has purpose. You lead a purpose driven life. Number two happens, you go mad. Mad stands for make a difference. Lead a purpose driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third is uncover the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms like WWW, what a wonderful world. Smile. Seeing miracles in life every day, as my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in, like Erin. You can do this. You can create your world, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Learn the six most important words you can ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life, which are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. It determines your path and the trajectory of your life. And, of course, shift your perspective, but keep that F in place so the other stuff happens. Shift your perspective. Use four-letter words such as love, life, hope, free, great, gift, grow, swim, pray, play, and tell the world to F you, capital N, capital N. And, of course, use the three most powerful, two most powerful words in the English language three times a day. Use them every single day for the rest of your life. It will help you, your family, your friends, and the whole world. And they are, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and nurture kindness. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, be kind always. Kind, keep inspiring noble deeds. That's what Erin does. That's what I try to do. That's what we want you to do. And our blessing from Erin and Barry is go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and Love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Erin, don't go away, okay? Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends too. See you on the next episode.